This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Glad you're with us today as we begin the week here on Kelly and Company. Catch the Pulse this Thursday at 1.30 p.m. It's new time, 10.30 a.m. Pacific. Joita this week speaks to disability activist Andrew Gerza and Brock University professor Chelsea Jones about making sex education inclusive of people with disabilities. That's the Pulse, Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time, 10.30 a.m. Pacific here on AMI-audio, also available to you as a podcast. And as a matter of fact, folks, a video podcast through YouTube. Ramya Muthan, Kelly McDonald, we are the hosts of the program. And on Mondays, we like to get the latest on tech and all the different updates that have to do with tech and accessibility. Let's bring on Michael Babcock. It's time for Talking Tech with Michael, bringing you a shot of technology news to get your week going with sprinkles of assistive technology. Michael, where better to start than with Apple's recent event uh, last week? They announced three lines of products. Can we start there and find out what they announced? Certainly. So if you haven't heard yet, which a lot of listeners may have already heard, Mm -hmm. Apple released three different updates to their product lines, I guess is the best way to explain it. They released the watch, uh, three models of the watch. In fact, the Apple watch. Yeah. I I was taking Mm. some notes down for today. I'm like, man, there was, there was a lot of products that were released, even though they're covered over three of these categories. So the Apple watch eight, the Apple watch SE and the Apple watch ultra. Uh, what are the what are the three watches that they released? Um, they also the the biggest difference in the three the Apple Watch Eight uh, is the same size as the Seven. It will also provide a similar battery form factor. Uh, it has a similar form factor. Uh, a lot of the the innards of the Seven and Eight are the same. If you have a Seven, I don't recommend upgrading. Even if you have a Six, unless you really need one, you're you're probably pretty good just keeping the same watch, unless you're looking at the Ultra, which is their $799 watch, and it is now 39 millimeters. One of the nice things is you do have the ability of using the same bands that you're already used to. Mm -hmm. And the Ultra, why it intrigues me is because of the fact that it has two speakers. So, uh, you know, louder audio when you're on a phone call, there's three microphones in the watch, uh, which should help with cancellation. So they're really taking this, they they market it to people who are big outdoorsy people, which I admittedly am not. I need to, to, to do that more. I talked about that on Saturday. I need to get out and get moving around more. Uh, but it's also good for someone who just wants an upgrade to the experience. My wife told me yesterday that she wants an Apple Watch and an iPhone. I'm not too happy about that because she has a Galaxy <laughs> now. <laughs> so, oh, wow. All, yeah, uh, super intriguing. They also released the AirPods Pro 2. I am interested in these. US 249 is the cost of them. And why I'm interested in them is they have a speaker on the case. Now, I can't tell you how many times I set my AirPods down and I walk my case down and I walk away with AirPods in my ear. 
and then I need to charge them, and I yep. don't remember where I put Where's the that case. case. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, bought a a specialized case for my case, which sounds a little meta. That would hold an Air Tag, so I can find my case. Mm. Of course, they they also released the iPhone 14, 14 Plus, 14 Pro, and 14 Pro Max. The 14s do not have a Pro line. Biggest difference in these are. An always-on display for the uh, Pro and Pro Max, and it also comes with, of course, better cameras. Um, I I will not be upgrading. For those who were curious, LiDAR is only available on the Pro and Pro Max, not on the 14 and 14 Plus. Okay. Um, Before we move on, do you have any question for him? No, I just uh, wanted to know if there was a find my feature for the case now, because that was the thing, right? For, for the AirPod yeah. case, it was like, where's my case? Right. Where's my AirPods? Can I even hear them if they're in their case and they're pinging? So That's why the speaker so would be y- there, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep, there's there's a speaker in there. And, and another thing that I forgot to mention, there's also a loop on the case that will let you hang it from like keychains or something. Nice. So oh. that's also handy as well. That That's very intriguing. But yes, find my is supported on the case as well. Beautiful. So. Um, do you think that releasing so much, and I, I'm not, you know, I, I'm going back to everyone, Android, everybody's having any releasing of, of a bunch of products. Are we getting a lot coming out, Michael, because through the pandemic, there was a trickling of production to a degree with everything being so backed up, but also people reluctant to just go out, spend money on it, or just go out and or or order something online without being able to get into the store and whatever and put their hands on it. Do you, do you have any thoughts as to how, what would make them decide, let's run a bunch of stuff out? Um, I think it's a lot of catch up because you're right. There was the, especially the uh, production line uh, manufacturers issues with being able to get chips uh, over the last, I would say year or so. So they're definitely doing a little bit of makeup. And I mean, it's what people are expecting. I was, I was not surprised that they released all of these products. I was surprised, honestly, at how cheap the Apple Watch Ultra was. Yeah. And at $800, that, that doesn't sound cheap, but uh, analysts were projecting a price of $999. So it, it's definitely a bit cheaper than what people were thinking. And and they were, you know, look, a couple of years ago, you were still pushing for whatever the product now is. And you look at it, not a couple of years ago, let's say four or five years ago, you know, and people are, oh, wow, quite happy to spend the 900 or whatever for one mm-hmm. if they wanted it and and whatever secondhand one um also today this is something for sure everybody's waiting to hear a little bit about ios uh, 16 is out today can you remind us of a few new features that people can look forward to with this yeah, so we have a brief period of time here, and I'll run through these. Anyone who's interested, ACB community, um, I'm part of a panel tonight, and we'll be spending 90 minutes going through some of these details. You can get information by sending an email to community at acb.org, nice. or it will be published to the ACB community podcast feed as soon as it is available. Some of the new features that are available in iOS 16 is the ability to, within the first two minutes of sending a message, recall that message or delete it or unsend it. Note that the person you're sending it to needs to also be on iOS 16, and they are made aware of the fact that you resent it. It's not like it just secretly goes away. Uh, You have the ability to edit messages up to five times within 15 minutes. So if you misspell something or something, you can just edit it, and if you want to go see a history of the changes you made, that is doable. You can edit uh, the lock screen and add widgets and, and personalize that 
not the most intuitive for a voiceover user, admittedly, for 16, but it is doable uh, and you can get it done. And I would like to see some improvements in that experience. You can also schedule emails later. So if you're not like me, who uh, if it's 1130 and I'm on the computer at night, I'm going to send that email <laughs> and you want to be more professional and send it to someone who will get it at like eight o'clock in the morning. You can schedule that email to be sent. Uh, that is an option as well. And then, of course, there's a lot of uh, uh, voiceover updates. Uh, one of the nice things about the watch that is the software is released today too, that I have not played with, but I am working on playing with is the ability to mirror your iPhone or your Apple Watch's screen to your iPhone. So you can interact with your Apple Watch from your phone if that's something you want to do. Uh, and then the last thing I'll mention for iOS 16, because it is kind of important, especially if you do this, mm -hmm. if you are sending voice messages, the voice Voice message button is no longer in the lower right hand corner where it has been uh, or above the letter P when you don't have any text and the keyboard is showing. You now actually have to go to audio and then under audio, there's an option to send a voice message and audio is one of the apps. So if you're not showing your apps and iMessages, you do need to show those. Um, and I have a, a tutorial where we showed you how to do this. Actually, Demasi recorded it showing you how to do it and it'll be on my Twitter uh, probably after the segment because I forgot to tweet it out. Seems kind of clunky though, no? Putting it in it an is. app. Yeah. It is. It's, yeah. it's very frustrating. Uh, there are two other ways to send voice messages. You can say, hey, S person who I'm not going to say or she's going to send a voice message to someone random. Uh, so say, hey, S person, send a voice message to Michael or Kelly or whoever. And then it'll say, okay, I'm recording. And then when you're done, just stop talking and it will send it. So that's one way. The other way is to uh, lift your phone, hold it up against your ear like you're making a phone call mm -hmm. in the message thread. And then you can send your voice message that way. So there's multiple ways. But if you're used to just touching that button in the bottom right hand corner, just be aware that that now says dictate and will activate the dictate function oh. versus the voice message service. Okay, well, I take it back. I, I like having dictate there as well. But, defi <laughs> <laughs> but definitely if, you know, voice messages are a default way that you like to communicate back and forth, it's, um, it's going to take a while to get there. So what will you be getting, Michael? I haven't bought anything yet. I am really intrigued by these AirPod Pros too, and that's probably what I'll end up getting. Uh, but right now I haven't gotten anything. And if my wife has her way, I'm getting an iPhone Pro Max and an Apple Watch Ultra and <laughs> now the pocket book hurts. And uh, she'll probably want a pair of these AirPod Pros too. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, oh, they're just yeah. adding up all the dough. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. Maybe, 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 maybe I need to talk to Mr. F and see if we can uh, get some more time or something. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, I think yeah. we'll change Apple's name if you're spending that much to Mr. Michaels. Um, uh, yes. Outlook Quick Steps can save some time. What is this feature? Yeah, so Outlook Quick Steps is something that I have seen and disregarded. Didn't really think, oh, I don't need anything to do with that. I'm not a professional too much. I don't work in an organization too right. much. And so why should I mess with these? Uh, Kelly Ford posted on Twitter, though, how he is using Outlook Quick Steps and how it's an underused uh, tool. And I said, well, maybe I should go look at it because Kelly likes it. It allows you to set a keystroke or uh, be able to go into the menu and select the action to uh, perform Quick Steps. Uh, there's a couple of them that I'll run over real quick, one of which will move a selected message to a folder and and marks the message as read. There's an option to forward a message to your manager 
manager and mark the messages red. Uh, so that's super nice. If you're an if your organization is using Office 365, often they are able to automatically detect who the manager is, so you don't even have to enter their name, or you can put in their name uh, when you're doing it. You it'll uh, there's an option to move the message to a certain folder and mark the message as completed and read. And uh, the, there's a few other ones that are available as well. And you can trigger these by using a single keystroke mm -hmm. or by going up to the menu and choosing the option there. Mm. Yeah, these do sound like they would be really helpful. Can you walk us through how to set it up? Yeah, so if you press the Alt key, that'll put you on the home menu in Outlook. I, I presume uh, everyone knows you need to open Outlook to get to these. Press the Alt key to open uh, the menu. Press up once, and this will put you into a search where you can search all the menu options. Type Quick Steps, and then you can use your down arrow key to locate the uh, Quick Steps option, or there's a sub-menu that will list off all the Quick Steps that are available to you. Okay, which Quick Steps do you tend to use? I, when I discovered this, decided that it would be my new favorite one, and that is archive and reply. Because how many times do we send a message or send a reply to someone and then close that message and archive it? And often, uh, me, I just would rather it just automatically archive it, put me in an edit field so I can start typing my reply and then hit control enter to send that message. And then I don't have to see that message and listen to, did I reply to that already? And if you're using something like... Uh, Exchange or Office or Gmail as your backend uh, email provider, then archiving the message still means you can search it in the future. It just mm. gets it out of your inbox. Yeah, the archiving is something that I didn't use for a very long time and now use it for everything. That along <laughs> yeah. with, you know, actual mailboxes, like forwarding <laughs> things into um, its own mailbox because it's just clean, right? It is. I... I have sought out this this elusive thing called Inbox Zero. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I mm -hmm. have found it a couple of yep. times. Yep. There's 3,400 emails in my inbox right now. <laughs> <I'm red. laughs> Brutal. All right, Michael. Yeah. We'll pause there, but I am looking forward to hearing about your 1Password alternate discoveries. So um, maybe we can talk about that next week. Thank you for everything you brought us today. Of course. You guys have a great rest of your show. Thank you. Michael Babcock joining us on Mondays. And we talked a lot of Apple today and a little bit of Outlook. So uh, go back to the podcast if you need any refreshers. Well, the word is today they're launching the new Neutral Zone video podcast available through YouTube. And also you can still catch it as a podcast. Brock Richardson, he joins us on Mondays for our weekly sports report. We'll see what he's lined up for us to talk about next as we step aside for a couple of minutes. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.